Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Engineering Student Experience Podcast. I'm Paul Nissenson from the Mechanical Engineering Department at Cal Poly Pomona. Today's episode is all about what it's like to be a freshman engineering student. The first year of college can be a difficult time for many students as they make the transition from high school life to college life. New college students have to adjust to the style and structure of college courses. There are different expectations from instructors. They have to learn how to navigate through the college bureaucracy, all the while trying to find new friends, find themselves, and learn how to take greater responsibility for their lives. I have three guests with me to discuss what it's like to be a new freshman engineering student. My first two guests, Monica Felix and Jared Changizian, were both nearing the end of their first semester here at Cal Poly Pomona at the time of recording. They had a few months to experience the differences between high school and college and had begun to figure out what adjustments they need to make in order to succeed in this new environment. In this conversation, we were able to capture their thoughts about the challenges of adjusting to college life while those thoughts are still fresh in their minds. It's been over two decades since I was a freshman in college, and many of my memories have either been lost to time or heavily reshaped by later experiences in my life and are probably somewhat unreliable at this point. Monica, Jared, and I are joined by Dr. Jessica Perez, who's a faculty member in the Electromechanical Engineering Technology Department at Cal Poly Pomona. You may remember Jessica from the episode about first-gen college students and the episode where I interviewed engineering faculty about how they're making the transition to online instruction due to the coronavirus pandemic. Jessica frequently teaches a first-year engineering experience course, which puts her in contact with many freshman students and allows her to see firsthand how these students try to adjust to college life. During our conversation, we discussed Monica and Jared's transition from high school to college, what college courses and college professors are like, and how they differ from high school courses and high school instructors. We talked about the importance of time management, the pros and cons of commuting to campus, and many other topics that should benefit high school students who are trying to prepare for college. Before we jump into the interview, I want to mention that this episode was recorded several months before the coronavirus pandemic completely upended everyone's life. So if Jessica, Monica, Jared, and I seem relatively upbeat during the interview, you'll understand why. I also want to mention that if you're enjoying this podcast, there are a few ways that you can support it. You can subscribe to the podcast using your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and many others. You can rate the podcast and leave comments on whatever platform you use to listen to the podcast. And finally, you can help spread the word about the podcast by telling your friends, family, classmates, or whoever you think would benefit from this podcast. If you have any comments about this episode or would like to receive email notifications when new episodes are released, email me at tesepodcast at gmail.com, and I'll place the email address in the show notes. I'll personally read each email and try my best to respond to them all. And now I bring you our conversation 
I hope you enjoy it. All right. Well, I'm here with three guests today. We have Jessica Perez, who's a faculty member in the Electromechanical Engineering Technology Department here at Cal Poly Pomona. She's our first repeat guest. Thank you for having me. I guys. know. No, you're great. There's a reason that we had you back. And it's my charming I, personality, I know. <laughs> and I also have two undergraduate engineering students, Monica and Jared, uh, who are both freshmen. And that's what this episode's all about today. What is it like to be a freshman uh, at a university? So we're actually recording this episode at the end of the first semester that Monica and Jared uh, have been here at Cal Poly Pomona. And we're trying to capture their thoughts and their impressions in the moment. So first of all, welcome everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Really glad to, to have you here. So for our listeners, um, let's get a little bit of background from everybody to see where you're coming from. And first we can start with uh, Jessica. So maybe you can remind listeners a little bit about your background, your education and your, um, your research interests. Sure. Um, I have a bachelor's degree and from here, from Cal Poly, and I have my master's in engineering um, from a different university. And then I kind of took some twists and turns in my program and kind of wandered through my life and then came back and got my PhD in education. So my focus is in engineering education. And so instead of being engaged in a more technical type of engineering research, a tradi traditional type of engineering research, I really engage with um, research that talks about how students and how we as a group educate people and how students engage with the field of engineering. And so here at the university, um, one of my roles that I have is to coordinate the first year experience class. So all the freshmen or the first year students kind of come through my undertaking to some extent. I, I don't necessarily have them in class, but I oversee the program that they, um, I coordinate the program that they, the first year class. How many uh, first-time freshman students do you typically teach a year? Um, it depends on the year. This semester, I have over a hundred. I have probably close to 150 first-time freshmen um, in my classes, and then next semester, I'll probably have about 40 because I have one class. Um, so it depends on just the semester. We have de definitely more classes in the fall than we do in the spring. So, um, and this is my third year doing it. So I've seen a lot of first time freshmen coming in and that bright eyed of bushy tail, like, you know, I feel like I'm a mom and they should hold a little sign that says my first day of college and take a picture. So uh, just for the listeners also, so first time freshmen are students who are coming in right after high school. Directly from high school, okay. correct. Okay. Maybe Actually, you, oh yeah, one more thing. Not necessarily first time freshmen come directly from high school. We have a lot of student veterans that go through their mm. veteran program first. So they're in the military or they take um, a gap time. And so they're coming directly from the last formal education they had was in high school. Okay, so so yeah. that would not include transfer students from say, community college. Okay. And Monica and Jared, what is your major for the listeners? How did you choose it? And what was high school like for you? I, I can barely remember high school I don't remember at this high point. School. Uh, it's probably a lot more fresh in your mind. So what was that experience like for you both? <clears throat> Maybe we can start with uh, oh, Jared. Um, so I'm doing mechanical engineering. And in high school, I was a part of the STEM engineering academy. Uh, so I was kind of like pruned from freshman year in high school to go into an engineering pathway. So I always kind of knew that's where I wanted to go, which was like really, really early, especially from like 
eighth grade, which I had to apply and to get into the program. So high school was really, really fun for me though. Uh, my senior year was amazing. I had a great group of friends and um, as sad as it was to see all my friends go off to different colleges and you know move on and then get into my next step of life, I'm trying to make it through right now, so. Oh, me, I'm chemical, <laughs> right over here. Uh, I'm chemical engineering. Um, when I was in eighth grade applying to high schools, uh, they, I got accepted to Cabrillo, which is in Long Beach, and they wanted me to join the engineering program because I was good in math. I had good grades in math or whatever. So they wanted me to join the pathway of engineering. So I went into it. I didn't really like it in the beginning. I hated engineering. I failed the first, the second semester. And then, um, as we, as I went through, we would have like little, um, women in STEM conferences and stuff. And I met a chemical engineer and she invited me to a workshop and we made like, nail polishes and all kinds of other things. And that's what intrigued me to pursue my career in chemical engineering. So what classes are you currently taking in your first semester at university? I currently don't have any mechanical engineering classes that I'm taking, but I am taking um, physics 1510, which is uh, Newtonian mechanics, uh, the lab for that, um, engineering society and you, and then the lab for that one, which is- The first time in, freshman class. Yeah, that's okay. Dr. Prez's class. Um, I actually have her for the lab. And then I'm taking an intro to philosophy class, which I actually really love. I've always been interested in philosophy, but they never had it at my high school. So it was a good opportunity for me to take it. Calculus two, and then, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, and that's actually very common for students to not really get into their major classes right. until about their second year after they get their physics and their math and maybe some general education requirements uh, out of the way. Which is part of the reason that they do the first year experience class. So you're getting at least a little connection to your field before the math you have to have, before the physics and all that, you're able to get a, a good initial connection. Yeah, my spring semester, I already have like, I think three or four mechanical engineering classes that I'm taking. Oh, okay. Yeah, so four actually. How about you, Monica? What are you taking right now? Oh, nothing compared to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, he's way ahead. I I'm taking two math classes, which is college algebra and trick. And then I'm taking history of the two engineering classes as well as him. So while high school is still fresh in your mind, how are the classes in college different than your high school classes? And how are the instructors in college different than high school? Maybe we can start with Monica. Wow. Well, in high school, they cared about me. <laughs> if I wasn't showing up or my grades were going down, they'll be right behind me like, Monica, get it together, you know, or I'll give you, I'll extend the deadline for you to turn it in. And here, it's not the same. They don't care if you come to class. They don't care if you turn in the work. They want you to pass, you know, but it's up to you. It's totally up to you if you want to pass or not. You have a lot more freedom. Yes, as definitely. A yeah, enough definitely. rope to hang yourself with, that's for sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I agree with her. Um, it, it's a lot more freedom to do with what you want. I, I can say personally, I've had a bunch of my classes canceled already. <laughs> like, like I think my calculus class, I've already had like three, maybe four days where I've gotten out early where I just haven't had to go at all. Um, your class, you've canceled like well, once or twice. Mm -hmm. uh, and then my physics class, I basically don't pay attention. In, so that's, um, it's kind of like, if I know the material, I don't really have to like pay attention. So it's more, it's more like up to me to get my stuff done versus like, High school it was a lot more step by step and they babied you and then obviously the coursework for high school was like 
really long. You had the entire year for one class and it was every single day. So there's a lot more that you learn and it's a lot slower. So they had to um, stick with us more. So And now you have 15 weeks yeah. to learn a ton of material, right? And I don't actually think Only it's Only every too... other day. <laughs> That's true. I want to add that like, they tell you in high school, like, it's different in college, and I didn't believe them. <laughs> so I came, and I'm like, no, this is really different. Like, And it's so hard to, like, adapt to the new, you know, having the freedom of going to class or not. They're not going to call my mom and be like, oh, your daughter didn't go to class today, you know? <laughs> so they have that freedom, you know? But, well, I remember when I was a freshman, um, I was taking a calculus class. It was 8 a.m. <laughs> I mean, nowadays, uh, I can get up at 8 a.m. It's not a problem, but, you know, when I was 19 years old, I missed a lot of those classes. <laughs> yes. So I don't know if you've had a similar experience, if you have early classes, if it's if it's difficult. I trick at 7 a.m. And I commute, so. Oh, you have 7 a.m. From Long Beach, yes. And she commutes. So I'll I have commute. to be on the freeway by like 5.30 <clears throat> on my way over here. Yeah. yeah you're driving longer than mine. <laughs> so you, um, in high school, you're basically attending class, you know, five days a week, something like six hours a day. Mm-hmm. In college, you're attending classes a lot less time, but you're expected to do a ton of homework, right? Um, mm-hmm. So has that adjustment been difficult for you? Have you had any, any difficulty managing your time? Um, well, I commute only three days a week, so I have four days off. So it, it's a little weird managing my time because I have so much of it to do my work. So like, I'll have a bunch of homework that's that'll pack up all on like, because um, I have my math and my physics classes on. Tuesdays and Thursdays. So they'll be like, um, I'll have the same assignments due for both those classes on the same day, like two weeks from now or whatever. And I'll have to um, I'll have to get them all done by that certain time. But I have a lot of, t- of free time to do it. So a lot of time what I find myself doing is like, it's not time management issue that I have, but it's more of like, well, I guess it is time management of like figuring out when I'm going to do it. Cause I'm like, I wanna go and like hang out with my friends and be social and then not and then I'm like, oh wait, my deadline's coming up, so I have to get that out of the way. So, for me, it's hard. It's not even time management. It's like, well, yeah, it is time management. But I get home at like eleven, close to eleven. Um, you know, at I shower. Night. Yeah, I shower, do what I gotta do, and then I go to sleep. And then all morning, I just want to be asleep before my mom comes home from lunch and gets me in trouble for still sleeping. <laughs> so I try to get all the sleep I can, and then when I do wake up. I'm like, oh, should I do homework? Should I not do homework? So of course I have to do it. But just that is like, it's hard. It's hard. Commuting, there's advantages, but there is like, it's downsides. Like right now I'm super tired, but you know, I had to come to school. Well, and I think it'll be interesting because here's your first semester in college and you're not really in um, a lot of really traditional engineering courses. So you're learning to manage in this kind of in-between stage and now mm-hmm. Jared, how many, do you have three engineering courses next year, um, next semester? I have four, actually. So then it's going to be a whole new time management when you're into yeah. your, welcome, <laughs> surprise. It's going to be a whole new time management when you're into your major courses and you have a lot of labs. Those take so much time. And it's definitely like that reblocking now you're going to have to do. And that's hard for a first-time freshman, like understanding how your time management is going to evolve. Yeah, and when you get to your third and fourth year courses, you might have a project that's due toward the end of the term. And so it's not just two weeks from now, it's two months from now or something that you're going to have to have something to do. So that I can imagine that's very difficult to manage. Actually, I was going to ask Jessica, is that one of the biggest issues that you see with uh, first time freshman students? 
there's a lot of issues with that lately I've been seeing with the first-time freshmen. Definitely time management, but this notion of like the different expectations, like we had talked about previously. You know, our my my expectations of your time are different because you're going to be spending the time differently as a freshman than you were in high school. Like if I'm there, like Monica was saying, if I'm there to monitor you every day, I know exactly what you're doing because you're sitting in front of me for an hour and maybe I'll have you a couple of years or whatever um, at the same high school. And now that you're in college, I'm going to see you for 15 weeks and that's it. You know, it's a definitely a different transition, especially for a student that was really involved in their high school and really connected to a lot of their teachers in high school. Here you're on your own. Absolutely. So was it difficult to, to go from being a senior in high school where you're one of the oldest people there, you know the system, you understand how the campus works, back to now being a, a freshman, to being one of the youngest people, trying to figure out how this giant city of 25 to 30,000 people, how this thing works. Have you had any, any difficulty um, navigating the, the, the bureaucracy here in, in the campus? Has there been any difficulties with this transition? I just keep telling myself that everybody's been through it, that everybody's went through it. I just keep telling myself that. It is hard. It is very hard because, you know, it's a lot. I already, I understood the four, I was already there for four years. So I was already a pro at that school, you know, and then I come here and it's so big and a bunch of students, a lot of buildings that you have to keep track of. And then it's so difficult. Like, I was so confused, like building the building first and then the room number. That was like, oh, yeah, that I was, was already hard. like, I'm going to be lost the first day, man. That was a pain the first week yes. to figure out the room numbers, how it was organized. Mm -hmm. I yeah. caught on pretty quickly, though. I, I but it's did, definitely yeah. an adjustment. Like, it was, And yeah. there's, you know, depending on your campus, there's no rhyme nor reason necessarily to the mm -hmm. way buildings are placed. Especially this campus. The building numbers are so out of order. Yeah, and we have two engineering, well, kind of three engineering buildings. One's yeah. nine, another 17, another 13. Yeah. And they're so, like all right next to each other. And, How does you know, that work? Building one is right next to 94. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and then there's a lot of just a lot of walking on this campus. Oh, Lord. Oh, that's <laughs> true. The buildings yeah. are much farther apart probably than high school, right? Yeah. And there's Absolutely. like hills and stuff that you have to go through. It's like a whole yeah. maze at the school. So one, one thing I always re recommend to the students is to uh, before your, your first day of class is to actually walk from building to building so you can time how long it's going to take mm -hmm. you because sometimes you yeah, only I have what that. 10 minutes i did that within my uh with like i think it came like two days before mm -hmm. fall semester started and i walked around to make sure i had time for all my classes yeah. I actually i have like a 15 minute gap in between um my physics and my philosophy class so i made sure that i had time for that and it worked perfectly so so <clears throat> do you feel like there's overall let's say less support uh in college than there was in high school? I wouldn't really say less support. I mean, there's way more opportunities to get help if you're struggling in a course. Um, I mean, obviously they have tutoring at high school and all that, but there's way more opportunities here. I haven't really um, started looking into them, but I've heard of all the opportunities that are there. Like um, tutoring centers? Yeah, and, and then office hours with your professors. And it's not as personalized as it would have been with high school, um, where you can get one-on-one -on -one with your teacher and actually like build a rapport but um, it's definitely, there's definitely way more opportunities and there's way more students that you can connect with and try and figure out what, you, what you're missing in whatever subject you need. I totally agree with Jared. Um, 
it's up to you to make the effort to have a relationship with your professor. So it's not like um, how in high school, you see them every day, you know, you're obviously forced to have a relationship, but your professor's here, no, it's up to you to knock on their door, go to the office hours and make that effort, you know. So I know that Monica commutes. Uh, Jared, do you commute as well? Uh, I do commute, yeah. Okay, so I was gonna ask you, uh, what kind of uh, advantages or maybe disadvantages do you see in commuting compared to living on campus, if you know other students who might be living on campus? I was all for commuting when I first uh, thought about it. And then like now I'm starting to be like, uh, I don't know if I want to wake up at 5 a.m. every morning just to get here for my 8 a.m. And I know it's a little bit more tedious now, but it works for my schedule. So it wears on you, though. It does. Sure. Yeah, I, I, under, I completely underestimated that. <laughs> yeah. Um, since I have like a whole seven hour gap for my classes, I have all that time to do my homework and get work done so that when I'm home, you know, I can spend it with my family, um, run errands for my parents or whatever. So that helps me out a bit. You know? And that's a good point, making the best of this like gap time, right? So your schedule did not work out the way you think it is because you registered last because you're a freshman. But using that time, you're here, so you almost can't go anywhere. Like using that time to study and do your homework and catch up so that you don't have to take it on your two hour drive home. Yeah, you're forced to, you know, be productive with your time that you're in school, you know. Yeah. If I'm at home, I'm going to be like, oh, I'd rather go play with my sister and not do my homework. Do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's where I have trouble because I actually don't have much gap time between my classes. Mm-hmm. My, I actually schedule, my, my fall semester got, I got really lucky on my schedule. Mm-hmm. So I, they're like, I have maybe like an hour in between my classes. So I packed it pretty well. But when I'm home is when I have to do all my work. So it's, there's a lot right. more opportunity for distraction. Yeah. That's a good point. I lived on campus. Did you live on campus? Uh, I, yeah, during my undergrad years, I did. In graduate school, I commuted. Yeah, I lived on campus in my undergrad, and I, it was good. Well, you, you I'm kind could of just... a private person, you know? I like my own space. It's hard to share. But... Well, I mean, the best part is you can just roll out of bed at, oh, I at did. Uh, Let me tell 8.50 you. for a 9 o'clock class. That's, that's I valuable. I woke up late for a calculus test one time. I woke up, and I was like, oh, my goodness, and, like, grabbed what was ever on the, like, end of my bed and ran to class, and I, and my professor obviously knew what was wrong. He's like, uh. I think I had one or two of those. Yeah, you could have come a little later and taken care of everything. So how uh, easy or how difficult has it been to make new friends in college? You had a bunch of friends that you saw every day in high school, and you may still keep in contact with them through, I don't know, social media or texting, or maybe some even came to this university. But has it been difficult at all to, to make new friends? Me, I'm really social. Um, I like to talk to people. But I feel like here, um, it's kind of harder, you know, to approach somebody without being like a big old weirdo. As in high school, you know, like uh, everybody, not everybody knows. Well, yeah, everyone knows everyone, kind of. So it's like easy, easier to approach someone. But like here, like a stranger, you know, just coming like, hey, you know, like, hey, watch out. I don't know who you are. Well, and you're not necessarily people with classes with people from your major yet, too. Yeah. So you could never see any of these people again right now with your general ed and stuff. Jared, what do you think? Um, high school, I had a really, really close-knit group of friends, so it's definitely hard. I have, like, a couple of them actually moved up north, so I don't get to see them that much at all. I mean, it's a lot easier now, especially because we have social media to keep in touch, but um, I don't know. it's been hard for me, uh, like, not having my fr- my friends around because they've always been, like, my support group, but 
I'm slowly getting into it and figuring out how to meet new people and all. But, Are you able to make friends um, here? Yeah, I'm making friends just slowly though. Yeah. Yeah. You're in still that beginning stage, whereas yeah. you've had a four years to grow your relationship with your core yeah. group. Yeah. So have you joined any clubs or organizations to maybe help with that? Uh, I have not. No. I haven't either. Um, I keep telling myself that I have six years, you know, to finish my major. I'll join one. Well, one that's oftentimes hard for a commuting student, too. Like yeah. if you yeah. have classes on two days a week or even three days a week and the club meets another day, we're going to drive back out here for a club yeah, meeting? No way. Of, that was one of my concerns. There were a couple of clubs that I was looking at and they're like, oh, we meet on Mondays and Fridays. I'm like, yeah, I'm only here Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. yeah. It definitely is hard for a commuting student, especially a first year commuting student to, you know, make the club schedule work. Getting into a program is like, you're going to be a full time, you know, you're going to be on campus full time. And right. Some of us don't have that time, you know, to just be here on campus for a couple hours. I don't have the money for gas, definitely. I don't right. have the money for gas. It's definitely a lot easier if you're living on campus in the dorms because it's like your whole life is centered on campus. So you can join whatever you want. You have time for it. Right. Area. So overall, has college been kind of like what you expected it to be or has anything like really surprised you? Um, nothing's really surprised me. I just kind of, I don't know. It wasn't really what I expected, but, um, what did you expect it to be like? Um, I don't know. I thought I certainly thought it was going to be more fun than it is. Um, I'm, it feels more like high school 2.0 minus the, minus the fun part of having all my friends with me. And that a part of it's that I haven't really met that many people in my classes yet, but it just feels like I'm doing all the work from high school minus having friends around. So. I'm learning a lot about myself. I'm learning that I lack worth ethic. Like that's my, in all honesty, that's what I lack. And I'm just trying to get better at it, you know, mm -hmm. forcing myself to, you know, actually open up that computer and write that essay and doing the homework. So I'm learning a lot about myself. It's pretty insightful for, you know, 14 weeks in or so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what do you wish you knew before coming to college? What do you think would help you have made the transition a little easier? I just, they need to believe their teachers and what they're telling them in high school. It's true. It's, they're not joking. Um, I wish I wouldn't have, well, I made the right choice of coming to Pomona, you know, but, you know, CSULB was right down the street from where I live. And, you know, so to say, I think about it, like, would it be different, you know, if I was going right. to CSULB rather than coming all the way to Pomona for school? But. I know I made the right choice. I question a lot whether or not I should have uh, applied to different colleges or whatever. And because I, I live in Corona, so it's not that far from home. So how far would that be to the east of Pomona? Uh, 30 minutes or so. Without traffic, 20, I can make it home in 25 minutes. With traffic, it's like two an hours, hour, an hour and 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. I definitely uh, underestimated a lot of things about college. So one of them was commuting and then being on campus. So like I had an opportunity to dorm and I turned it down, but uh, that, obviously that was like an economic uh, right. ideal, but yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know. There's definitely things I've thought about that I might regret, but I'm trying to make the best of it. So are you thinking about maybe living on the dorms in your future years? Not living in the dorms, but maybe or getting maybe, camp near campus. I mean, yeah, yeah, maybe getting a place. I don't know. I have, I have friends that um, go to different schools around the area. So I was like, Hey, maybe we get a place halfway in between your campus and mine and then split the cost. Me and my parents are kicking me out. 
I have a friend. I have a friend that lives in Montclair. And um, I spend the night, you know, if I feel really, really tired and I don't want to drive. I have a place to stay. That's much closer than Long Beach. Yes, yes. definitely. About 15, 20 De- minutes yes. or so. Okay. So my mom and my dad are like kicking me out. Like, go, 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 go um, rent the room, you know, with her. And um, I'm like, I'm not ready to leave you guys. And they're like, yeah, we're ready to leave you. I'm like, because it's so mean. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Like, they're kicking you out of the nest. Yeah. My mom's like, just go. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. My dad's like, uh, you're just using that as an excuse. They're all attacking me. They just want me to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's an opportunity. It's yeah. an opportunity to be closer to campus. And, and maybe you can uh, start taking advantage of some of the clubs a little easier. Yeah. Yes, but it, it can be hard to... Leave to home. have that transition yeah absolutely i yeah. left home and i like the door slammed behind me i'm like later i was 18 and out <laughs> and it was hard i was close to home but i lived on campus and my mom used to tell me oh if you come home i'll do your laundry for you like that's how often i went home i mm-hmm. never went home and i've been doing my own laundry since i was like six so like it was a big deal for her to do my laundry and but you get lonely it's hard to be away that first time and you're away and you're figuring out this new system and you're figuring else everything and you're you've got this engineering looming thing in front of you. It's it's hard. I have a four year old sister and I basically helped raise her since she was little. So I have like the attachment on her, you know. If I like when I became for orientation for the two days or whatever, um, she was like, When are you coming home, you know, calling me and I'm like, I'll go home tomorrow, I promise. <laughs> And she like keeps telling me not to leave her because they keep talking about me moving out. And she just keeps telling me not to leave her. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to leave you. <laughs> Makes me so sad, but they're kicking me out. <laughs> so I have to go. <laughs> I'm, kind of the, I'm kind of the opposite of you. When I was applying to college and I was thinking about how it was going to work out, I was like, well, it'll work. I'll be close to home, whatever. I can still hang out with my friends and the people I know from my high school because it's relatively close to my high school. But like I said, all my my core group, my core group kind of split mm-hmm. for college. So then I was like left at home. I'm like, well, I've got four days. What do I do now <laughs> with my right. time? So now it's I'm kind of wishing that I either would have dormed or if I did, I if I chose a different college, maybe somewhere farther off that way, I could actually like get the feeling of, oh, I've got stuff to figure out and kind of start my life fresh, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I still actually, from my first year dorming, I think I still have one or two friends that I still talk to. It was a really, really good yeah. experience to meet people. Because, I mean, it's kind of like high school. You're just stuck with these people. Uh, stuck you, with is the right word right there. <laughs> have you talked to students who are maybe a year or two ahead of you already? Mm-hmm. I Did, have, yeah. Okay. So, uh, and, and maybe they've talked to you about some of the future courses that you'll have to take so oh, yeah. they're scaring me already <laughs> <laughs> that was gonna be my question yeah. uh yeah so so how are you planning for your next few years of college based on your your conversations with those those students who are a few years ahead of you um well i'm just trying to keep my courses um on track and then making sure that i'm not overloading myself she helped me actually a lot uh, dr Perez did because i was with uh, my spring semester i was going to overload myself and she was like hey why don't you do this instead and you know that is going to be a big payoff but uh, i'm looking into taking community college classes over the summer just to make sure that the classes that are like terminal and then won't help me take more classes here uh, like won't waste my units so um me i hope dr press keep help could keep help me helping me with um getting those classes together because she called me a dummy no <laughs> because... i said you were 
making a short-sighted decision, <laughs> no, go ahead and say no, it. No, I think she called me <laughs> no, a dummy too. I, I'm, yeah. I think I said it was a stupid she decision. Called, yes. <laughs> I'm not cutting this out. <laughs> I know you're not. It's okay. <laughs> yes, but um, she made me realize that yes, it was dumb of me. To, to take a se- seven in the morning class one like two days that was your only class you come to school for two days for one seven well, in the morning well now class. she's learned her lesson yes so now she's not gonna yes i saved her next that. semester yes and um same with him the summer courses mm-hmm. those are very important to me because i do want to get i well, i do want to graduate in four years and um i think the summer classes will help and it's out. interesting to me the way jared and monica kind of plan Monica's more, a little more by the seat of her pants. Like, oh, it's time? Okay, let me register and look. And Jared's like, in four years, I'd like to be here. And yes. in three years, I need to take these classes. So they have very different approaches to the same goal. Like Jared it has his flow map out. He's got everything color-coded. He's ready to go. He knows he's starting to ask questions like, in three years, what would I take? And I'm like, how about next semester first? And then Monica's like, oh, next semester. Yeah, okay, I should register. Let's open that up and look. I was like crying. I was like, wow. It was like, I don't know how many weeks in and he already had his flow chart (laughs) out. And I don't know. And I was like, man, am I not doing it right? Yeah, what was that? Like her sixth week or something like that? Yeah. I think it was the three of us. That was when you actually told us about the podcast. Yeah, and Jared's got a flow map out and was like talking about stuff. And Monica's like, "Uh, I'm I'm behind apparently. Yeah, I was (laughs) looking at him like, Wow, I haven't even oh, I haven't even looked at that since orientation. Like, mm-hmm. That was just it was crazy. But then differently too, like we've talked about kind of what you want to do after college, and Monica has a much different way of planning that than Jared does too. So Monica, can you talk about what you're thinking? Oh, I want to get my PhD. In oh, cool. Engineering. In chemical engineering? Yes. Okay, great. Why? And I, why? <laughs> do you know why? Go ahead no, and say why? it. Why? Why, why did I tell you? So people will call me doctor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do. I want to be called doctor. I don't, I don't know. I That's think it sounds reason. cool. It's a great reason. I, I like it. You, I make my in-laws can, call me doctor. You know, you can yeah. much easier just legally change your first name to doctor. <laughs> oh, no. I want to be like. I think that's a better idea. <laughs> I know. Way, it's like way, the way less struggle. work. Yes. Way less work, yeah. Yes, but I do. I really, I do want to be called doctor. I forgot I told you that. Yeah. Yeah, And, and actually, one of I our future episodes it. is going to be all about what graduate school is like. So, so I'll, I'll let in. you know. I'll let you know when that one's released. Yeah, yes. me too. I'm, I think I'm planning on uh, I definitely want to go to graduate school. Um, I don't know if I want to get my PhD or not. It's definitely an idea of mine because I like if I don't end up uh, liking working in the field of engineering, I'd like to end up being a professor or something like that at a university. So getting a PhD is kind of a step in that direction if that's the way i'm going to go so that's kind of where my head's at yeah nowadays if you want to be hired at a, at a university you pretty much have to have, have a phd, a PhD. Mm-hmm. in the past it wasn't necessarily so but right. yeah nowadays you pretty much have to mm-hmm. so uh, so actually my next question was going to be you haven't taken many discipline specific courses yet you've taken maybe some physics or math or whatever have you been scared off yet by those courses from engineering or has this make, made you maybe even be more determined to pursue engineering? So I have a friend that's in a class right now. He was from high school and he's taking mechanical engineering with me, but he uh, got into, he got to jump the physics class that I'm in right now, whereas I didn't. So he's in this the vector statics class that I have to take next semester. and. I'm not hearing good things from him. So it's scaring me 
because um, mechanical engineering is a lot more physics based than I thought it was going to be. So I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, wow, that's intimidating. So, yeah, absolutely. Statics is one of those courses that it's uh, called the gatekeeper for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Statics, it's like fundamental to everything. For many, yeah. yeah, for many disciplines, for for mechanical engineering, for civil, for a bunch of different. Pretty much everything. Yeah. yeah. Do chemical have to take statics? Mm. Oh, I haven't even looked at the flowchart. I'm the flowchart flow that yeah, far. Yeah. <laughs> until until next semester. Until next semester, yes, please. One semester at a time. <laughs> so, so, Monica, have, have any of the classes you've had so far scared you off or made you more determined? Um, Dr. Perez and another student um, enlightened me on uh, how the class is going to be fine. I'll be fine in the class and my intro to chem and mm -hmm. the lab. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm determined. I, I, I really want to be called doctor so i'm gonna work extra hard for that because we need it i need it yeah in your remaining years uh getting your undergraduate degree so next you know, three or four years or or so are there a couple things that you want to get out of this college experience that might not even be related to your major i want to just be a whole different person than right now you know i want to have that worth ethic that I was telling you guys about. Uh -huh. I want to, you know, look back and be like, oh, how was I that lazy, you know? Like, right. I could do it in a breeze now. So that's definitely what I want to see in three or four years. I'm kind of on the same with you. I want to fix my work ethic. I, I, there's a lot of times where I'll procrastinate on something and I'm like, oh, I could have had this done way sooner than I do, but now I'm it's 2 a.m. and I'm working on an assignment that should have been done two weeks ago or like, I don't know, it's a lot of time management issues for me, so that's where I'd like to put my effort into fixing it. But again, it's something that's like mind over matter, so it's kind of hard for me to just be like, oh, I, I can do this, no problem. Like I can tell myself I'm going to do it, but then I have to actually go and do it, which is the hard part. Right. So I think that's pretty like evolved for, you know, still first year, first semester, you want to be a different person, a better, different, better. A better Monica. I just want to be a better Monica. Monica 2.0. Yes. A whole different Monica. Hopefully I talk different too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you that after I spent four years uh, in college, I certainly emerged much different. I mean, there was many things that were the same. Right. But you definitely uh, emerged differently from, from this experience than when you first came in. Just seeing things differently. Like you yeah. just approach things with a different perspective. I have friends that didn't go to college and that's fine and, you know, whatever. But you just kind of... I noticed for myself, I definitely evolved differently and I looked at things differently and I kind of saw a bigger picture after I was done with college. It's a different life experience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Me actually, like, um, my family thinks I brag, like the rest of my family thinks I brag because I couldn't take out Bali Pomona, but I'm like, because they talk so good about the school or whatever. But it's not like to show off, I'm just proud, you know, that. Right. Because um, I didn't think I was gonna get accepted to this university. And when I got accepted, I was like, wow, I did it. So like, I think that's why, that's what drove me to actually come here. Mm -hmm. So before I let you go, do you have any recommendations for seniors uh, who are in high school right now, who are thinking about applying to college to help make that transition easier or to maybe help them understand what are the realities of college? Well, and more so like in engineering too, you know? Yeah, especially with, Although they haven't taken too many 
They've been in the courses. culture, though. They've been Absolutely. in the rooms. They know what it's like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you've taken college-level physics mm -hmm. and math courses, that gives you a taste of what... Welcome. Yeah, that'll give you a taste of what engineering courses will be like. So do you have any, any um, uh, things that you'd like to say to high school students who are following behind you? I would just say make sure you do a lot of research on the colleges you apply to. Make sure... Um, Say you want to go to Kapolei Pomona, make sure you have everything in order to do so. Make sure um, that your grades are where they need to be, your SAT scores, ACT scores, whatever it may, whatever it needs to be, make sure it's there. And if not, and if you can't get the score you need to on your SAT or whatever, don't stress it too much. Just take it as you can and do with life what you will. Yeah. Um, I just want to add that, like, you know, um, a school isn't for everyone. So I feel like if you know you or you're iffy about going to college, then you should think about it because then you're just wasting your time and the money when if you want to take a year off, you know, that's OK, too. I I wish I would have took the year off, but no, I decided to go straight in from high school. So I'm just I just want to let them know that if they're that that's not what they want to do. They don't have to, you know. Yeah, just trusting that process. Yeah. It's hard because there's, to... there's a lot of jobs out there and well, like welding jobs and stuff that pay good you know you don't have to have a degree or anything there's a lot of technical that's a schools job. out there yeah. for sure so you know if that's something they want to do for now and that's fine as well what was what was the process that you went through to search for what universities you were interested in um personally i didn't i don't i'm not very confident and proud of myself for the way that i researched my universities i kind of just went based off namesake like Oh, what did somebody say about this school? Oh, that school's good. Okay, I've heard good things about it. Versus actually going online and researching, and there were resources for me to do so, and I didn't really take the opportunities to do so, which is part of the reason that I'm so ahead of myself on my schedule now, and looking three years ahead and stuff like that, and looking at grad school already. It's because I, I don't want to make the same mistake I did in high school, or the same mistake that I feel I made, which is not researching enough. So I'm, I'm trying to beat myself there right now. Um, I was actually uh, looking into Saddle. Is that what it's called? Saddle? It's, I think Saddleback Community College. Oh, community yeah, college. yeah uh -huh, something like yeah. that. And um, the PE teacher in my high school was like, oh my God, you'll be so good there. And, you know, gassing it up, <laughs> like encouraging me to go there. And then um, uh, I was researching it and then I seen Cal Poly Pomona. And then I remember my best friend had actually came on a field trip here and I didn't go to that field trip. I missed out. I'm a loser. So um, <laughs> I asked her about it. I was like, how do you like it? You know, she's like, oh, my God, it was so much walking. Like, I was so tired. That's what she was complaining about. And overall, though, she told me that it was like it was a really nice campus. And I didn't research like any of the classes or you know, what it was like to be a student here, which I wish I would have done as well. Well, Monica, Jared and Jessica, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts about uh, what it's like to be a, a first-time freshman. And I'm sure this interview for any high school students uh, who are listening will, will help them with that, you know, get a better idea of what that transition into college is like. And if possible, maybe we can do once, this uh, once a year and touch base year, and see what you've semester. learned. See, uh, see the evolution of Monica 2.0? Yes. You have to see the, the brand new Monica. Monica. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I'd actually like to say one more thing. Yeah, um, absolutely. You were asking like uh, advice that we should give to high oh, school absolutely, students. Yeah. Um, I know I always had like this idea of like, oh, step one is graduate high school and then immediately after go to go to college and and then get into your job and then that's life from there. And it's like it's honestly, I think it's a generational thing where 
it's kind of you're rushing your life versus actually enjoying it. So college right now for me is more about like, like, yeah, obviously I'm planning my future, but I want to take a step back and kind of enjoy the now versus just rushing through it and trying to get to a step that's eight years in the future because I'm that's a lot of time that I feel like I'm going to be skipping out and just trying to get through rather than actually enjoying. Maybe so. Jared, that's where your planning comes from. Like yeah. you, if you know, you don't have to think about it. So yeah. like I'm planned, so I know what's coming next. So now I can just enjoy where I am because yeah. I already know what's coming next. Mm, yeah. That's how you, that's how he is, right? right? Me, I'm more of like a go with the flow kind of gal. So hopefully when you guys talk to me in three or four years, I'm not like that anymore. Hopefully I'm planning my future like he is because Right now, definitely not. <laughs> well, no, I'd rather be like you in some ways because it's 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 really I stressful. It and is. I wish to be like you. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's crazy, but so we you are. Guys, missing. You guys want to start hanging out together? Yeah. You got a couple friends um, right here. Yeah, we're friends now. We're gonna be friends. I'm gonna teach you how to be. Take back. Cool. All right. And Just come back a year from now. It's gonna be completely opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Monica like, has the next six years planned. Uh, Jared's like, it's okay. It's next week. I switched my major. I'm not doing engineering. I'm scared. Thank you so much, everyone. This has been great. Thank you. Thank you. I would like to again thank Monica Felix and Jared Changizian for spending some time with me to share their personal experiences of what it's like to be a freshman engineering student. I'm hoping that we can catch up with them in their second year of college to check on their progress. Also thanks to Dr. Jessica Perez for giving her perspective on typical experiences of freshman engineering students. And finally, I'd like to thank Gerardo Maldonado for running the soundboard during the recording of this episode. Goodbye for now. <laughs>